Hi everybody, my name is Isara, and this is my first episode on my new podcast. So, what I'd like to share with you is being single. So, for some, it can get overwhelming, it can get depressing at times, to where you feel like you need someone to complete your life, like a husband or wife or boyfriend or girlfriend. But here's the thing. You don't need those things to fulfill your life. Sometimes it's best to work on yourself, to build yourself the kind of confidence you need, um, like going to work or doing something that unleashes your creativity or being active, working out, uh, find a workout buddy. Um, also, you might explore the needs of doing like some traveling you've always want to do like go to Paris or go to Rome or go to Spain uh, go to New York or visit family too sometimes those things can separate the feelings of always needed that companionship towards someone and for me I've I've done those things well I haven't necessarily traveled to those places but I can tell you that <sighs> having the time to yourself of not of being have the time to yourself of not having to be in a relationship gives you more time to think about what needs to get done in your life um so um so sometimes people want to explore different cultures while they're single too. So you can study like Buddhism, Hinduism, any kind of like cultural beliefs that you might want to get into, uh, which is fine. I spread no judgment on what you believe in. I'm always kind to other people, so that's something that's really good with me. Um, so. Also, you might want to explore some uh, art stuff, like art options. So like, you know, you want to get into pottery, you want to get into painting, um, you want to start writing a book. Any of those things can be beneficial to you while being single. Um, also, I also wanted to talk about um, You can also date people. It can be permanent, it can be not permanent, it can be like short term. But I advise you do not rush into anything that you feel uncomfortable about. Always, the thing that I've always noticed in my life is that I've always had the tendency to rush into things that I didn't think about first like I would have um, like I would have get into a relationship and then within like a few weeks I'm out of it because I felt like I was rushing everything uh, being married to someone or getting married to someone and it was just like I felt um 
I felt confused with myself. I felt like I felt really out of place. I felt like my opinions did not matter at times to where if I had a conversation with that person, they would feel um, they would feel either left out or something else. But um, yeah, I also um, also kind of nervous about this first podcast, so trying to get into the ways of doing the first podcast. So bear with me here. Um, also, being single, you can flirt anytime you want. I mean, you can flirt with anybody, but just um, be aware of your surroundings when doing that and make sure you think before you do it because sometimes we just don't know what's going to happen next um also always trust your gut instincts always um, pay attention to the words that people say and how it affects you personally, mentally, physically, and emotionally. Because um, those are some key signs. Sorry if my wording is all over the place. Um, oh. So, also, I'm going to switch the topic to the other topic I was going to talk about for about a few minutes. Um, if you're in a relationship, I want you to pay attention to the red flags that people will give you. Pay attention to um, pay attention to the body language that they give you. Uh, pay attention to their vibe. What they set off when they when you first meet them. Um, uh pay attention to their personality because their personality may be good one time and then shift the next time also another red flag you might want to pay attention to is um the kind of friends that they hang around too because that may be a bad influence to you uh, which is not good because I've had those kind of friends. So always pay attention to those five or four things that I said. Um, anyways, I'm going to end the podcast here. Thank you guys for coming in and um, tuning in. So I'll talk to you guys later on my next podcast. Have a good night. Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. So in today's story, I'm going to talk about my coming out story. I had wrote it down on paper. Um, but at the ages of 12 through uh, 13, I went through a really hard time with just of... Um, being bullied in school when I was in the sixth grade, and 
it was uh, really difficult because I had people tease me of my sexuality um, even after my high school days and middle school days. And um, I think it was just really stressful for me because I didn't know if it was going to stop or if it just was going to continue, which it did continue. But um, with that being said... I'm going to go ahead and read you my story. So, as a preteen at age 12 years old, I've experienced many challenges trying to figure out what I wanted to be in the years to come and what I would define me as, what would define me as a person in the society that we live in. Between 12 and 13 years old, I've experienced my sexuality, whether I like boys, girls, or both, for that matter. To figure this out at such a young age was an experience that many people were going through. <clears throat> Once I had realized that and who I was, I knew for a fact that bullying, teasing, and suicidal thoughts were going to happen. Without a doubt. Often I felt like an outcast singled out, which was very troubling, you know. I've also tried talking to counselors at my school, but I didn't want to for the reasoning of it getting to my mom and dad. <clears throat> it took a lot of confidence, humbleness, and strength to be able to have a sit-down conversation with my mom when the time came. But at the time, I simply wasn't ready to tell them. It was really difficult because I was afraid of not being accepted by my own family or even by my own friends. So, um, after that had happened, I did eventually tell my mom that I'm gay and I did come out to her when I was about 13. She already knew, of course, mothers always know. But I think the reason, um, that I had came up to her is because I don't want to hide it anymore. My friends knew. <clears throat> I didn't have to tell them. They already knew. I meant I gave out that personality and I said yes. Um, so, um, telling my mom was really difficult. Because I was afraid that she wasn't going to accept me. And when I had told her, she accepted me at first. And then, later down the road, she said that it's abomination and then I'll go to hell for it. And that really hurt me because I feel like she turned against me. And But she still loves me, she just doesn't love what I am, and I just, like, you know, and bottom of her heart, I know she loves me, but at the same time, I'm just, like, you know, considering the fact that I might go to hell for this, but, you know, I don't even care about that right now, my religion, I really don't, um, so, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about is I did come out to my dad when I was 18 years old. 
and it was in a heated argument because he caught me, <laughs> he caught me watching two guys kissing on YouTube on the computer, so he was really upset, he was really pissed, and, um, he told me to go to my room, and I didn't, and I yelled back, defended myself, I didn't hit my dad, no, I don't hit my father, but he had then had put me in my room, and then I told him in an argument that I'm gay, and that was not how I planned to tell him. I planned to tell him when he was calm, but I was just like, I'll just tell him, no, I don't care. So I told him that, and then the day after that, because I was still, Wait, no, I wasn't 18 when I came out to my dad. I was actually 16 when I came out to my dad. And I think I was either... Because, no, it was in the last year of... Hold on just a minute. It was in the last year of my 8th grade year that I did tell my dad. Yeah, I was in the 8th grade when I told my dad. I was... Just about to graduate that year, but I got into an argument with my dad, and so I went had went to school that following day, and after uh, my dad got off of work, he had a sit-down conversation with me, my mom, and I, and he had told me that my son is not going to be gay, and this and that. I... Honestly, I felt like I just didn't have any support in this because my mom just sat there. She didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. The thing I was really going to say to my dad at that point in time, I was going to say to him, Dad, it doesn't matter. I should have said this. I should have said, Dad, it doesn't matter whether you don't want me gay or not. That's my decision. It's not your decision to... Um. It's not your decision to decide my sexuality for me. That's my thing to decide because this is my life. Yes, I live with you and I'm fine with that because you're my dad and you took me in at a troubled time. But to sit here and tell me that your son's not going to be gay, I'm going to be gay no matter what. But you're just going to have to love and accept for who I am. If you can't accept that, that's fine. I don't care. But you're my dad. I was going to actually say that to him, but I didn't have the means to defend myself at that time because I felt like if I was going to defend myself, I felt like I was going to get kicked out. So I just kept it to myself. And then as soon as we got back into the car, me and my dad, uh, my dad decided to ask me what kind of girls I like. And he knew, he knew the fact that I came out to him. He knew it. But yet he still told me that. So... Um, to anybody out there that is dealing with the, f with the terms of wanting to come out to their parents, please calm down. Um, the first thing I want you guys to do is just calm down. Just breathe in and breathe out because I know how nerve wracking this can be for many other people around the world. Just calm down, just breathe in, in and out. Just think of what you're going to say before you actually talk to them. Because then it's easier for them to understand where you're coming from. 
and also just think, you know, even though your parents may or may not accept you, I will, because I've been in that place, and I know how hard it is to come out to your parents at such a young age, whatever age you are, doesn't matter if you're 13, 40, 50, 60, and your parents are still alive, but just know that for any means that are necessary, I always have your back, my name is Izera, and I just want you guys to know that I love you guys for who you are. I don't judge people for their race, for their sexuality, for anything that they are. I accept people for who they are. Exactly. And... So... There are things out there... There are people out there that do not particularly like people like that. But just ignore the drama. And always be close to your family no matter what happens, no matter um, if they accept you or not. I mean, I know some people have done this to actually block their parents out of their life because they didn't accept them for who they are or the parents abandoned them for who they are. But the one thing that I've known that always helped me in the long run was I had many close friends. I had many relatives. Um, I had, no, not saying relatives, but I had many friends that actually knew who I was, who had my back then and have my back now. And, I don't know what else. Um, I would advise this too. Write in a journal too. Always keep one by you or buy one and then just keep it next to you. That way if any of those thoughts come up to where you feel like you need to get something else out and you don't want to talk to your parents, always write it in a journal. I have one. I have one in my backpack. I take it to work with me. I don't care wherever I am. I always take my journal and my backpack with me. (sighs) This is a lot. I can't believe I'm saying all this. But it's something that actually really affected me, and um, I just wanted people to understand that they are not alone. That I am one of maybe the 10 trillion, 10 billion people that are out there that are struggling with this, that are being kicked out by their parents or grandparents or whoever they're living with because of what they are. And it's it's not fair. It's not fair to them to have to be out there struggling. It's it, it's not easy. And I'm not saying that I'm lucky, but I'm just saying that I'm blessed to be still here. I I just been hearing a lot of stuff in like the news and stuff about people being killed and stuff and sorry that I'm saying this, but it's just like I'm hearing so many stories about people being killed because they came out to their parents and stuff and I just don't think that's fair on both ends. It's not fair. <sighs> I mean 
it just makes me sad because a lot of these families that I've seen on the news that do this to their kids, it's, it it's just isn't right. Oh, and I've always said this in my heart, and I've always believed it, that whenever I do have kids, personally, whenever I do have kids, whether it's a son or daughter, male or female, or both, I don't care what it is, I don't care who the child may be as a gender, but I always had this in my heart to always love them conditional, unconditionally, whatever they are. If they come out as gay, pansexual, whatever. I will always love them. And I will say, you know, I dealt with this at a young age. You to come out to me personally. But I would say to them that I'm the, and you know this now. I love you for who you are. And you can always come to me for anything. That's what I would tell my kids if I did have any. And I would always love them for who they are because who am I to judge them for who they are? And I was judged the whole time. So, (sighs) thank you guys for coming to my podcast. I think I'm just going to end it here. But um, just to let you know, that you guys are not alone on this. If you guys ever need a friend to talk to, if you guys ever need any, like, anybody to give you advice on what to do, or, um, if you just need someone to vent to, um, my podcast is on anchor.fm, and, um, or, I'm on Facebook too, or Messenger. I'm on Facebook too. Look for my name, Isara Thill. Um, it's in a black and white photo. But um, other than that, I really appreciate you guys coming to my broadcast on on podcast broadcast on podcast. <laughs> That's funny, but um, you are not alone in this, and. I just want you guys to know that, and whatever, whatever happens, I always got your back. Thank you guys for coming to my podcast. I'm going to end it here. My name is Izera, and have a wonderful night. Thank you.